Today's SWAPA number is 31.2. That's the number of months the average long-term disability absence lasts, according to the Council for Disability Awareness, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating the American public about the risk and consequences of experiencing an income-interrupting illness or injury. With SWAPA benefits open enrollment quickly approaching, we wanted to chat with some of the benefits committee folks about our disability plans, how they affect our pilots, and what the coverage means to them. On the show today, we're going to talk to Benefits Chair Brent Wiesner and frequent friend of the show, Damien Jeanette, about all of the SWAPA-provided benefit plans and why they are important to you. Alpha 1014, runway 28, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff on 28, Alpha 1014. I'm Amy Robinson. And I'm Kurt Heidemann. And here's our interview with Brent and Damien. So Brent, give us the headline up front. Uh, give us a quick overview of the summary of our plans as well as the dates for open enrollment for our membership. So when a pilot gets sick or injured and goes out on a disability, there's a few different avenues that provide money for them. The first one is their sick time. So every pilot accrues sick trips for pay as they fly. And then the company also provides a loss of license plan. And then SWAPA provides a short-term disability and a long-term disability plan. And then Peterson International currently provides a voluntary loss of license plan. So the sick time is what a pilot would use in the first 30 days of their elimination period before anything else starts. So if they go out on a disability less than 30 days, they're just using their sick time. And so after that sick time expires, uh, there's quite a gap before we get to the company loss of license. And, and is that where STD and LTD come in? So that depends on which short-term disability plan the pilot has elected. So we have a short-term disability plan A and we have a short-term disability plan B. With the short-term disability plan A, a pilot is electing to use their sick time while they're receiving the short-term disability benefit provided by MetLife during a 22-week period. Now, if they choose short-term disability plan B, then they're choosing to exhaust their sick time before their short-term disability benefits start. How many pilots currently have STD and LTD? So as of July 1st, we had 9,844 pilots, according to an eligibility file that we send to MetLife. And out of that group, 87.45% of those pilots are enrolled in short-term disability. 86.55% of those pilots are enrolled in long-term disability. And then another question we get uh, along those lines is how many are actually out on disability? So we only have 1% of pilots that have active short-term disability claims. And we only have 1.81% of our pilots that are out on a MetLife long-term disability claim. And so if our listeners are, uh, are wondering if, if they've signed up, because uh, it's not easy to remember whether we've signed up for these programs or not, how do they verify that information for themselves? So pilots that have been hired in the last few years are automatically enrolled in short-term disability plan A and long-term disability. And one thing pilots get confused about is long-term disability is always tax-free. So all pilots are enrolled in short-term disability plan A and long-term disability when they're hired. Now, 
pilots that have were hired obviously before the last few years, they can look on their paycheck on the right side and they should see a pilot STD and an LTD. And as long as they're, that's labeled there and there's a deduction, then they have those plans. Could you change from uh, STD plan A to plan B at that time as well or vice versa? During open enrollment, you can, if you have a higher sick bank or you choosing to not burn through your sick time as fast as someone on plan B would, then a pilot can, uh, as they grow their sick bank, uh, they usually jump into short-term disability plan A during the open enrollment. Talk a little bit about that, Brent. Would you explain a little bit about why someone would choose B over A and, and, and someone would want A over B? So short-term disability plan A has a 30-day elimination period, just as short-term disability plan B has. But short-term disability plan A allows a pilot to manage their sick bank after that 30-day elimination period. So it doesn't matter if you have 200 sick trips, 600 sick trips, or 1,000 sick trips. After that 30-day elimination period, a pilot starts to receive the short-term disability benefit, which is 60% of their pre-disability earning up to $1,364 tax-free a week. Now, during that time, a pilot can elect to use anywhere between 47 and a half to 105 sick trips for pay on top of the short-term disability benefit. So if they're not going to be out very long, maybe a month and a half, they had a shoulder, a wrist, or a knee uh, get repaired, then they might want to use short-term disability plan A so that when they return, they have some sick time still in their bank to use. A pilot might elect short-term disability plan B if they have less than 100 sick trips, if they're going to exhaust all their sick time within the first 30 days, that elimination period, then they might not want to pay the higher premium that short-term disability costs when they know they're going to exhaust their sick time in those first 30 days. So we see that a lot with younger pilots, or we see that with pilots that have gone out on a long-term disability, they've exhausted their sick time, and then they're coming back and they have a zero sick bank. Talk a little bit about the difference in the pricing. You said it's a higher price for STDB. Uh, how much more, or is it, uh, is it variable? So it is not variable. Short-term disability plan A starting January 1st of 2021 is $97.01 a month. And then short-term disability plan B will be $61.90 per month. For captains and FOs. Yes, it does not matter if you're in the left or right seat. Can you give us an example of why a pilot would, or give us a sort of a walk us through a scenario when someone, a pilot would need short-term disability? Anytime a pilot goes out on disability and they're going to be out for over 30 days, let's say you were climbing a ladder and fell off or you were cutting something down with a chainsaw and you accidentally clipped yourself, uh, you're going to be out for 60, 90, 120 days and you don't want to exhaust all your sick time. Um, then you go through the 30-day elimination period, and then you can draw your sick time down to 47 and a half sick trips per month while you're receiving the $1,364 tax-free a week uh, or 60% of your pre-disability earning up to that $1,364. So it's more money coming into your pocket, and the longer you're out on a disability, the more benefit you see from it because your sick bank keeps dwindling down or goes to zero. And if you don't have any sick time, then all you have is the short-term disability benefit. And conversely, tell us a little bit about when long-term disability would come into effect for a pilot. 
Long-term disability is a benefit that MetLife provides us as well. And it is starting January 1st, 2021 is $1.41 for every $100 you make. And the reason that most pilots have long-term disability is because after you go through your sick time or as you're burning through your sick time, short-term disability lasts 22 weeks. So long-term disability starts after 180 days after your elimination period. And it will pay you 66 and two-thirds of your pre-disability earnings up to $12,500 tax-free a month. So after short-term disability ends, then long-term disability starts at that six-month point. Uh, so Brent, in your example, you were saying that a pilot that goes out for a, a long-term disability uh, at about six months, his LOL kicks in. And when that happens, what exactly is happening between his LOL and his LTD? So long-term disability and loss of license do play together. So loss of license does not always start six months after a pilot goes out on disability. Loss of license per our contract starts at your artificial last day pay. And the way the company calculates that is when a pilot goes out on disability, they, they look at their sick bank and they divide that number by 95. So a pilot that has a high sick bank of 1,000, 1,200, 1,600, even 800, your loss of license isn't going to start for 8 to 12, maybe 13 or 14 months after a pilot goes out on disability. So it takes their sick time when they go out on disability, divide by 95. So loss of license for pilots that have 500 or less sick trips would start at the six-month point. So loss of license is the primary provider of disability money once the artificial last day pays hit. So loss of license starts at the six-month point for a pilot that has, say, 400 or 500 sick trips, and it would pay 60% of a pilot's pre-disability earning up to $11,500. And that's either taxed or not taxed, depending on what the pilot has elected during open enrollment of the Southwest Airlines medical plans that usually happens in November. So long-term disability then will provide a benefit on top of the loss of license plan. Now, a pilot that has 1,000 or 1,200 sick trips, their loss of license isn't going to start for, say, 12 or 13 months after their date of disability. Then, in that case, long-term disability is going to pay that pilot 66 and two-thirds of their pre-disability earning up to $12,500 tax-free at the six-month point. So from six months to 12 or 13 months is when long-term disability is going to pay that pilot usually $12,500 tax-free every month. And then when loss of license does start, loss of license will pay the $11,500 or 60% of your pre-disability earning Plus, long-term disability will then pay $1,000 on top of that. So that's where they come up with the $12,500. Damien, Brent's talking about the income replacement issue, but it's more than that, right? It's also a duration issue, isn't it? Right, definitely a duration issue because the, the maximum loss of license benefit is half your longevity with five years being the minimum. Uh, two years longevity, you get five years, nothing for probationary pilots. And... If you've been here, say, 40 years of longevity, you would get 20 years of benefit. But 
I've been here 13 years, so I get six and a half years of benefit, right? Let's assume that I'm 42 and a half. So after my elimination period and the maximum uh, benefit duration, it would only take me to age 49, right? The industry standard is FAA retirement age of 65. So I'd be shorted 16 years without the help of the SWAPA LTD plan to carry me all the way to age 65. And of course, this is something that pulled very, very high during the SEP process during the contract 2020 rewrite. So it's obviously something that has to be fixed. In talking about the STD and LTD plans, Brent, you mentioned that um, you told us the cost for each, but it, are those rates different than last year's rates? They are different than last year's rates. And actually the rate that we originally started with with MetLife for the STD plan A was $76.60 a month and STD plan B was $48.95 a month and long-term disability was $1.09 per every $100. And so those rates did go up for 2021. So Damien, uh, I know that the NC came in for some of those negotiations that Brent was talking about. Can you discuss a little bit about that, please? Yeah, the, the NC not only negotiates with the company, but we also engage with the outside vendors. So SWAPA, you know, didn't just receive the quote and we sign it on the dotted line. We used all of our own claims data, our own analytics, and we proved our case for the rate justification. So that where those rates fell is, is you know, they were warranted. But we did look at other outside vendors. Uh, we have a good working relationship with MetLife. Uh, we did apply pressures and, you know, that's where we ended today. So on a high level, the, the SED plan A, it, it increased uh, basically $20 a month. And that's the most expensive plan for the STD plans. And the LTD plan, it, it ultimately, uh, if you are already maxing out on a monthly basis, is basically a $60 increase a month. So uh, funny enough, you know, it, the LTD rate was $1.09 per 100, and it's been that way since 2012. And so we've actually had a, a spike of people going on claim uh, with longer durations, so it, it was warranted for an increase. Were there any changes in the benefits based on the increase? No, there was no uh, benefit changes, uh, no plan design changes, just a slightly higher increase in premium. Damien, when it comes to the LTD plan, that's always a tax-free benefit, but with LOL, it's either taxable or tax-free, and we have to opt into that. Why is that? So it's true that if the pilot pays a premium, such as the STD or LTD, that the benefit is received tax-free. The loss of license does have a special provision, uh, which allows us the option of getting the benefit to be received tax-free, and that's per section 14 of the CBA. You gotta understand the IRS wants their share of your wage. So they apply, uh, I like to call it a phantom wage. It's uh, imputed income, which is applied to your wage that basically is put onto the w, your W-2 at the end of the year. So that brings up another question with the LTD being uh, only taxable and LOL being tax-free or taxable and we have that choice. Is that choice that we make for LOL done now or is that done later with uh, the company's open enrollment? The loss of license taxable versus non-taxable open enrollment is in November with the company's medical plan open enrollment. The October 1st through October 15th of 2020 is the short-term disability and long-term disability open enrollment that we have through MetLife. 
Can you point the members where where they can find most of this information? Absolutely. The all the information that we're talking about is on the SWAPA website under the benefit tab. And there's a STD section, there's a LTD section, there's a loss of license section as well. And all the summary plan descriptions and certificates are all located there. So tell us, I, I do have another question that has come up um, in the past, which is, is the, is the duration for drug, alcohol, and mental disability the same as if you break your foot or you have surgery or anything like that? It is not the same. It is called a limited benefit. So for any drug, alcohol, or mental disability, the long-term disability and the loss of license have a 18-month duration. So the way that their disability would work is they have the 30-day elimination period if they have short-term disability plan A, then they have 22 weeks of short-term disability, then they start loss of license and long-term disability for 18 months. Damien, how does that compare to our peers? Well, it's, it's relatively close to our 18 months. Uh, American has 24, Delta is 30 months, and United is 12 months. If you average those out, that's about 22 months. But the, the rest of the industry, JetBlue, Spirit, UPS, and even Hawaii have 24 months. Okay, so Brent, talk about how does Social Security fit in with the LTD and LOL plans? And what about their disability benefits? How do pilots need to file for those? So the loss of license plan requires pilots to file for Social Security disability benefits. The long-term disability plan only requires pilots to file for Social Security disability benefits if MetLife thinks that you would be approved for them. But either way, if you're out for a year or so and you're receiving loss of license and or long-term disability benefits, pilots will be required to file for Social Security disability. And one important part to remember about that is that those benefits will offset your benefit from loss of license or long-term disability, and they also will most likely be taxed. So let's move on to something else that's uh, really confusing for a lot of our pilots, and that's our California STD plans. Can you talk a little bit about those? Sure. So when MetLife and SWAPA developed the short-term and long-term disability plans, we also did a California offset option. So for short-term disability plan A, for California offset, it's $26.70 a month. For short-term disability plan B with the California offset, it's $15.17 a month. And so the big difference between the California offset and the normal short-term and long-term disability, or excuse me, short-term disability plan A and B is that coordination with the CASD can be handled in two different ways. So Oakland and LA-based... Brent, I'm sorry for interrupting, but what exactly is CASD? Sure. CASD is the California State Disability Income. So if you're based in LA or Oakland, every month pilots will see CASD on their paycheck and they're paying into it. So there's coordination with the CASD that can be handled in two different ways. So Oakland and LA-based pilots can choose to have CASD offset their short-term disability plan A or B benefits by paying a reduced premium. Or if a California or LA-based pilot wants the full short-term disability benefit of A or B, and they want the full CASD benefit, then they pay the full premium that everybody else is paying. 
So does the CASD apply to uh, residents or commuters? What about a pilot who uh, is based in California but lives outside the state, say in Nevada or Idaho? Would they pay into CASD? It is California domiciled pilots. So it doesn't matter where you live, as long as you're domiciled in LA or Oakland, then you're paying into CASD and therefore you have the benefit of CASD if you were to go out on disability. And I will tell you that when pilots go out on disability, and this is just from talking to pilots for the last few years, they want as much money as they can get coming in the door because it's a reduced income from what they're used to. So when pilots think about saving a couple dollars to go into the California offset plans, they're thinking short term. They're thinking they're not going to go out on disability which none of us plan on going out on disability, but most of us do at some time in our career just because we have to maintain the FAA medical standards to hold a license. So the pilots that know that they might go out on disability and know that they need more money coming in the door do not choose the California offset because it will be significantly less money coming in the door than if you had the normal short-term disability plan A and plan B. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, the emergency extended time off. Um, we've seen several uh, options for open enrollment for the pilots who are out on that. Is there any difference in premium for those plans? So the emergency time off open enrollment ended about a week or two ago. And so their premiums for long-term disability were different than what we're looking at going forward. But obviously, there's a rate difference from what we've had the last six years of a dollar nine for every hundred dollars. So normal pilots that are flying the line, a dollar forty one for every hundred dollars you make. And then for the EXTO pilots, two nineteen for every hundred dollars you make. So speaking of EXTOs, what's gonna happen when those pilots come back off EXTO? Is there going to be an open enrollment period for them? Are they going to be auto enrolled and STD, LTD? How, how's that going to work? So when pilots return from EXTO, they will be enrolled and the plans that they left. If they had short-term disability plan e, A and long-term disability, they would be enrolled in STD A and long-term disability. But since they're coming back and it's a life event, they have a month to make changes to that. And so we'll be sending out emails to those pilots coming back from EXTO that want to change something as well. So we had a list of pilots that opted out of long-term disability. We also had a list of pilots that opted into long-term disability that were going on EXTO. So those pilots will also have an opportunity to opt back in or opt out of long-term disability. Just realize that if, if you opted out or don't have long-term disability and you want back in, then you have to do a statement of health. All right, guys, final topic is going to be a voluntary loss of license. Can you talk a little bit about SWAPA's role in VLOL and any changes that you know that are coming up with the plan? Yeah, so the underwriter did change from Lloyds of London to Axis, but uh, the recording of this podcast, we, we haven't gotten uh, all the data yet or all the, uh, the information from Peterson about what the plan's going to look like. But just remember that the voluntary loss of license plan is we'll just call them a, a preferred vendor. It's just another choice that the pilots can have, but there is no visibility 
to either the claims data or, or any of the data at all. So whenever somebody has an issue, uh, I know Brent's helped a lot of people out that, that that's had uh, issues when they filed a claim, but uh, all in all, there's, there's, we don't have the visibility like the SWAPA administered the STD and LTD plans. Um, there's just not a whole lot of visibility there, but it, it is an option for the pilots to, to have some extra insurance. But like I said, we, we don't even have the plan details at this time. Any ideas of what might be coming or is it just completely unknown for next year? Uh, my understanding, the rates are going to increase. Um, I've, I've been told that the benefits, uh, what they what they talk about as earned income, what's eligible as earned income, that definition may change. The only thing that I understand is remaining the same as of this recording is the elimination period is 180 days, just like the current uh, Lloyds of London product. So Brent, tell the listeners when they can actually enroll in the swap of disability programs and how they can expect to enroll. SWAPA's short-term and long-term disability open enrollment is October 1st through the 15th. The pilots will receive their coming soon emails at the beginning of September, and they'll receive the enrollment forms at the end of September before the October 1st start date. And they'll receive those via email and through the mail. And all they have to do during those two weeks is fill out those forms, take a picture of it, and return it to the email address that's at the bottom of the enrollment form. And if a pilot doesn't wanna change anything, they don't have to do anything. Whatever you elected last year or the year before or the year before will automatically continuously roll and you'll still be receiving those benefits. Again, we'd like to thank Damien and Brent for coming on the show. Talk to us a little bit about the benefits sign-up process and our disability plans in general. Before we go, please remember that if you have any feedback for us at all, we really do want to hear from you, so please drop us a line at com at swapa.org. Today's bonus number is 53.8%. For a captain making even min guarantee, the company's loss of license will only provide 53.8% income replacement due to the $11,500 cap, and then only for a limited duration. As Damien said, benefits and disability pulled near the top with our pilots during the SCP process, and it's clear they will remain a priority for our NC when they return to the table for contract 2020. Southwest 40, only one to right here to land. Clear to land, one through right, Southwest 40.